Welcome to Seeking Alpha's Wall Street Breakfast, your daily source of market news and analysis. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher. Good morning. Today is Monday, March 28th, and I'm your host, Rena Sherbel. Our top stories today, Shanghai lockdown hits oil, billionaire tax proposal, and Apple wins big at the Oscars. Leading today's news, the latest round of lockdowns in China could have a profound impact on world markets as the country continues to pursue a zero-COVID strategy to combat a spiraling outbreak. Shanghai just launched a two-stage lockdown that will close down bridges and tunnels and restrict highway traffic in China's largest city. Residents will also be barred from leaving their homes, while many production plants will go offline, like Tesla's factory in Shanghai. As of 5 a.m. on Monday, the city will lock down areas for four days, including the financial district and industrial parks. The lockdown will then move to the other half of the city in the west for an additional four days. During that time, the Shanghai Stock Exchange will shift many services online and extend the time window for listed companies to release statements or earnings. Besides another round of supply chain disruptions, the latest curbs hammered oil prices overnight, sending a barrel of WTI crude down 4% to under $110. Brent crude futures, meanwhile, tumbled by the same amount to as low as the $112 level. Both benchmark contracts are coming off their first weekly gain in three weeks, while there are reports that the U.S. could release more oil from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. Overseas Chinese banking analysts Tommy Ji and Herbert Wong said, The failure of the targeted lockdown model is a big setback, as Shanghai has been the testbed for China to explore alternative models to minimize the social costs. This may delay China's plan to ease its dynamic zero-COVID policy. Top White House officials, as well as President Biden himself, are clarifying comments he made during a trip to Europe, which could have been construed as U.S. policy of regime change in Russia. Biden announced on Saturday, Ukraine will never be a victory for Russia, for free people refuse to live in a world of hopelessness and darkness. We will have a different future, a brighter future, rooted in democracy and principle, hope and light, of decency and dignity, of freedom and possibilities. For God's sakes, this man cannot remain in power. Biden has previously called Vladimir Putin a butcher as well as a war criminal, as the West braces for a rocky road ahead in a new battle for freedom. However, the administration was adamant that the new remarks were not a sign of a policy change, simply meaning that Putin should not be empowered to wage war against Ukraine or elsewhere. UK, French and NATO officials also sought to distance themselves from the remarks, which capped a highly televised speech in Warsaw to rally support for Ukraine. Kremlin spokesman Dmitry Peskov said it's not up to the president of the U.S. and not up to the Americans to decide who will remain in power in Russia. The president of Russia is elected by Russians. Many in the West feel differently, citing rampant electoral fraud under Putin's rule, while independent media and political opponents are suppressed. While the war in Russia has consumed much of the White House's bandwidth, Biden will turn a spotlight onto some domestic priorities this week. A new budget proposal will be unveiled today that would level a 20% minimum tax rate on American households worth more than $100 million. The added revenue could help trim the federal deficit or finance some safety net programs, though it is far from certain the measure will be approved by Congress. Ukraine is ready to declare neutrality, pledge not to develop nuclear weapons, and abandon its drive for NATO membership if Russia withdraws troops from the country and gives security guarantees. The comments come before the latest round of peace talks before the two nations, which take place in Turkey this week. Meanwhile, Russian forces have left some areas of Ukraine, but battles are continuing in other regions. 
HSBC is editing research reports from its analysts to remove any references to a war in Ukraine, according to the Financial Times. The word has been changed to conflict instead. Russia has referred to it as a special military operation. HSBC has less than $1 billion of Russian assets. It has over 200 employees in the country, though. Keep in mind that a law was just passed in Russia that criminalizes the spreading of what the Russian government calls the spreading of misinformation in relation to the war. Heineken has announced that it will end its operations in Russia, accounting for 2% of global sales, which will cost the brewer 400 million euro. The company plans to transfer its Russian business to a new owner, and it would not profit from the transaction. Earlier this month, Heineken had already halted the sale, production, and advertising of the brand, and also suspended new investments and exports to the country. Heineken is the third biggest brewer in Russia. The company stated, We have concluded that Heineken's ownership of the business in Russia is no longer sustainable nor viable in the current environment. As a result, we have decided to leave Russia. JD.com announced that subsidiary JD Property and the infrastructure asset management and integrated service platform within the group have entered into definitive agreements for its non-redeemable Series B preferred share financing. The total amount raised in this round is expected to be about $800 million. The financing will facilitate JD Properties' business expansion and model transformation and further strengthen its infrastructure property management capabilities so as to further enhance its leading position in China's modern logistics infrastructure industry. Post-transaction completion, JD.com remains the majority shareholder of JD Property. Apple had a big night in Hollywood as it broke a barrier for the original drama it made for Apple TV+. Coda became the first streaming originated Best Picture winner ever at the 94th Academy Awards, which proved to be a bit of a shocking event with Will Smith and Chris Rock almost getting into a fistfight following a joke the presenter made about Smith's wife, Jada Pinkett Smith. Apple trumped its bigger membership streaming rival Netflix, which had led all studios in Oscar nominations for the third straight year, and whose The Power of the Dog was considered a favorite for the top prize. Coda won three awards in all, taking all of the categories for which it was nominated. The Power of the Dog, meanwhile, had drawn more nominations than every other film, 12 in all, but largely missed out, winning only one Oscar for director Jane Campion. AT&T is about to send Warner Media off on its own, but Warner's Dune did score heavily in the Oscars on its way out of AT&T's door, winning six Oscars out of its 10 nominations. Jessica Chastain won Best Actress for The Eyes of Tammy Faye, one of two Oscars that that picture won, adding to Disney's total of five awards. Will Smith won Best Actor for King Richard. Warner Brothers ended up taking seven Oscars, largely thanks to Dune. Coda's wins, along with the directing Oscar for Power of the Dog, meant that streaming-initiated films took four Oscars versus nine last year. Analyst Dan Ives, who rates Apple outperform with a $200 price target, noted the result is likely to significantly bolster its number of Apple TV Plus subscribers while bringing more high-level Hollywood talent to its service for future projects. Ives said in a note to clients, we view this Oscar win as a game changer for Apple on its content efforts and legitimizes the Apple TV Plus as a major streaming platform with much more success ahead and the street is now starting to take more notice. Apple shares fell slightly more than 1% to $172.47 in pre-market trading. Ives notes that Apple likely has 25 million paid subscribers to Apple TV Plus and roughly 50 million global accounts, well behind other streaming services such as Netflix, HBO Max, and Disney Plus.
With the win for Best Picture, it likely gives Chief Executive Officer Tim Cook and the rest of the company more confidence to double their content efforts, as Ives believes Apple is spending $7 billion on original content per year, a figure that could very well rise. Don't forget to sign up for energy expert Michael Boyd's free live webinar coming tomorrow, March 29th at 2 p.m. Eastern. There he'll discuss gains of 50% or more line and store for one specific subset of the undervalued energy stocks, a sector everybody is looking at these days. Register today for that free live webinar. Tesla announced its plan to request from stockholders an approval to increase the number of authorized shares of common stock through an amendment to the company's amended and restated certificate of incorporation in order to enable a stock split of the company's common stock in the form of a stock dividend at the upcoming 2022 annual meeting of stockholders. The company's board of directors has approved the management proposal, but the stock dividend will be contingent on final board approval. Previously, the company executed a five-for-one split in August 2020 to make owning the stock easier for its employees and investors. Pre-market shares are up 5%. Walmart is ending cigarette sales in some U.S. stores, according to the Wall Street Journal. Cigarettes are being removed in various markets, including some stores in California, Florida, Arkansas, and New Mexico, according to the people and store visits. In some of these stores, Walmart has rolled out a design with more self-checkout registers, as well as other items such as grab-and-go food or candy sold near the front of stores in place of other tobacco products. The shift comes after years of debate within the retail giant's management team about selling tobacco products, which U.S. health officials say are linked to nearly 500,000 deaths in the U.S. each year, and which are complex for big-box retailers to sell because of regulations. Sales of cigarettes are generally less profitable to the retail giant than some other items sold. Citing the snooze, shares of cigarette makers fell in early trading today. Philip Morris declined 0.5%, and Altria fell just over 1%. British American Tobacco dropped 0.75%. As of 6.20 a.m. today, global markets are mixed, with Europe at midday up. U.S. futures, the Dow is up 0.1%, S&P down 0.1%, NASDAQ down 0.3%, Crude, as we mentioned, is down over 4%, gold is down over 1%, and Bitcoin is up nearly 6%. Look for wholesale and retail inventory reports at 8.30 a.m. Eastern and the Dallas Fed Manufacturing Survey at 10.30 a.m. Eastern. That concludes today's Wall Street Breakfast. Thank you for listening. For the best investment analysis and news on the web, go to SeekingAlpha.com. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher. You can sign up for our other podcasts, the Cannabis Investing Podcast and Marketplace Roundtable Podcast on those platforms as well. Have a wonderful day.